Hi. Ugh. Good morning. It's 9.22 a.m. on Monday, April 5th. The year is 2025. I'm just kidding. It's still 2021. I wrote the below on Saturday, which will make more sense when I start to read. And the reason I'm recording this, which is one of the uh, more informal outfit dispatches, is because in a lot of the feedback that was shared last week, which thank you so much for delivering that feedback, uh, some of the questions or one one prevailing question was, would you consider recording your outfit dispatches as well? So I'm going to give it a try. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, no sweat off your back, no harm off my areolas, right? Right. Okay, I'm going to read. Okay, I have 31 minutes before my kid's nap time is over. Do you think I can get to the bottom of how to balance wearing something dressy while also looking super chill? I don't mean chill like I didn't try hard. I mean it more like, hello, how are you? I am good, but also bad. Happy, but also sad. Which is totally normal because I'm a multi-layered individual with multi-layered feelings that present in different ways, in different places, at the very same time. Consider me a container that could hold... Oh, consider me a container that could handle holding yogurt and granola without letting either believe it is becoming the other. The shades of my personality are plenty and I don't want to forget it. Thus, I pursue a display of this awareness to present to the general public. You know? No? Well, I think I just realized why I don't wear dresses that often. There are one, two punch, one and done, two and through, three, however, as in layers, that is, three and free. I'm so corny sometimes, but, oh God, it's... <laughs> It really, it really tickles me. The beginning of freedom to express the shades, but I'm getting ahead of myself. That was so chaotic. The basic point I could have made in one sentence here is I don't like wearing dresses because they're so straightforward and I would prefer to deliver a more complicated sentiment about how I am through dress. Onwards. I bought this dress, which you'll see in photo if you're reading along and watching which I guess you you have to do when it's an outfit dispatch because then you don't know what I'm talking about what, if you're just listening. I'm a little clogged in the head. Can you tell? All right. I bought this dress from Five Story, a boutique that has been, in very small part, converted into a vintage slash consignment shop. This particular dress is from the consignment section. I think that the new owner of this store is actually also the former owner of this dress, which is a size eight and which hit the knee before it became basically a top that I wear without pants. It's by Michael Kors from, I think, a 2016 collection. I wore it when I was visiting my friend, see above, last month with the fisherman sandals I keep pushing on you. I'm just kidding. To be clear, I'm not pushing those sandals on you, but I have this habit of predicting what the worst possible outcome of a person's perception of my output could be, and I suppose that is one of the more benign thoughts that cross my mind. Will you think I'm trying to force you to buy something when actually I never want to make it seem like you have to have anything, except for your own back, to feel whole? I just like the shoes. I'm not shilling. Can you tell I didn't often feel seen as a child? I feel like no one talks at such great length about nothing burgers if their needs were perfectly met in their youths. But then I'm also like, if we're raising this generation of kids, if we're raising, oh, damn it. <laughs> I was in flow and I just took myself out. 
But then I'm also like, if we're raising this generation of kids needs to be met up the wazoo, talking about feelings and being seen and learning how to validate and actualize, are we also raising a generation of kids who won't figure out how to have their needs met in the spectacularly unconventional ways through dress, film, fine art, language that so many of us have? I don't know if I believe in this question. On balance, we're doing good. We're all right. We're also super fucked up. But regardless, I'm throwing it out. Don't hold me to further examining it or even claiming it as my own. Oh, better question, possibly for the next dispatch. Is having a chip on your shoulder, which I'm defining as a need to prove yourself, necessary to the art of getting really good at whatever it is that you do? I don't know if I believe in that question either, but that seems more worth exploring. Anyway, the dress. It's a size eight, which actually I prefer because I imagine that it's supposed to fit much closer to the body. As a matter of fact, I'm fairly certain that if I tried it on in my right size, I would not have been compelled to spend the requested $65 on it. I made it shorter and cropped the sleeves so as to generate this minor twiggy effect. Then last Saturday night, or really two Saturday nights ago, I was getting dressed for the Passover Seder. At first I put this, it's the above photo, on, which was cute but didn't match my desired mood. I could have gone either way that night, buoyant and chipper or deep and depressive. I figured buoyant and chipper was a better way to commemorate freedom from slavery in Egypt, from slavery in ancient Egypt, and so it went, I would wear the dress. Because it was a holiday and I wanted to look somewhat formal, I eschewed, did I eschew or askew? I either eschewed or eschewed my instinct to pair the dress with, say, the aforementioned fisherman sandals or a pair of lace-ups or sneakers, something of equal contrast to drive home that initial point about the shades of my personality. I put on these slingbacks by Roger Vivier, looked in the mirror and said, too literal, too prim, even though they're like six different colors and you can practically see my vagina through the dress. It doesn't matter. So first I tried on a jacket. But that didn't help. The shift of the dress completely lost itself. Then I thought about putting a turtleneck under the dress, but why would I do that? It was warm enough not to. I contemplated pants underneath, my hair in a ponytail, loafers instead of slingbacks, and then Eureka, the white beads. My friend Christine gave me this necklace. She found it at a thrift store and said it reminded her of me, which is perhaps the most thoughtful thing someone can say when they are about to give you something that also reminds you of you. I knew straight away I'd want to wear this fucker with formal things, a collarless tweed jacket, satin shorts, or a lame boat neck dress. Full circle. Complete circle. It's a little bit longer than it appears in photo. What I do to it often is tie a small knot into the back to turn it into a choker. See figure above. Something about the way a necklace falls over a boat neck just doesn't hit right for me. I think it's the semicircle that the straight neckline and curving strand create. But that's just me. So anyway, I tied the knot, put on the necklace, really enjoyed that the white beads caught the patent leather on my shoes, and then put on a coat and off on. My merry way. I went. I felt very feminine, which was nice, relatively unusual. And, oh, to this point, the other thing I did, which you might want to pursue should this antidote to looking dull in a dress tickles any such cheek on your fancy, <laughs> what a sentence or phrase, was leave my legs unshaved. I thought that could be a nice reminder of how many different things it can mean when you say you feel feminine. I shared as much with my kids. They looked at me blankly. Whatever that need becomes, consider it unmet. Yours truly, under a picture of Laura's foot next to mine, Leandra.